Hello, everybody. How the hell are you doing? My name's Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. I'm a, an artist. I make drawings. And I do this non-professional podcast called Me Reading Stuff. Why do I do it? I do it because I love it. I love sharing whatever I'm reading that's captivating me at any given time. I love sharing that with people. This is basically show and tell time. Did you guys like show and tell in, I almost said high school, but it's an elementary school activity, right? I loved it. I want all of life to be show and tell. What else about me? I'm also a homicide detective, believe it or not. Okay, so thank you guys for being here. I hope you're happy today and not too overwhelmed with life. I'm sort of high on life right now in a really weird way. I've been, I guess I kind of mentioned that to you guys a couple of different times in the last couple of weeks, right? Where I feel like if I died, I'd be fine with that. But I also feel like I can't wait to continue to live because some extraordinary things uh, just, I keep seeing extraordinary. I'm not saying extraordinary things happen to me, but I feel, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm fortunate enough to witness extraordinary things, whether it be love between people or kindness or just out of control, incredible artwork or films or literature or whatever. I just knew I'm, I'm living for that. So I'm sort of high on life in that way and very I'm very inspired right now that's what's going on I'm inspired but I'm also very anxious at the same time so it's sort of a weird combo and this actually this combo is a is a very exciting and dangerous one for me that's very familiar uh that anxiety mixed with an inspired <laughs> it, it who knows it can lead me down bad paths so I need to keep myself in check because those are both very, um, I don't know. You know, I've never had a drug or a drinking problem or anything like that, but I do have issues where I kind of run off of those things or I get almost, like I said, high. I kind of get high off of those things. So uh, let's keep me in check. If you guys notice anything weird, any strange behavior, any strange online activities, um, if you happen to see me walking down the street acting strange, let me know. Stop me and tell me that I need to be careful. Um, I need to stay calm. I need to stay balanced. Two things that are not ingrained in me. My blood tells me to do the opposite. My blood and my heart tell me to get amped up, to get pumped up, to do a lot, to get excited all the time. Excited, happy, excited, sad, excited, upset, all of those things. But I need to counter that. Thank God I'm not on caffeine. Oh, I have something so fun to share with you guys. Okay, so my sweet family, they all came to town, including my brother and sister-in-law and my niece and nephew. And I am in love with my niece and nephew, and I am so excited that they're here. So we have had so much fun. Today we went over to the La Brea Tar Pits and the museum there, and we also went to the Cupcake ATM machine, which is in Beverly Hills. And since my dad, my mom and my dad are here as well, and we're kind of celebrating Christmas late, but you guys know my dad because he's been the only guest I've ever had on the podcast. And I kind of like the fact that he will be the only guest I ever have. And so without further ado, I'd like to um, go ahead and share with you a moment, another moment with Jim O'Neill. Hey, 
everybody. I am on the scene with my father. I don't call you father, do I? Dad. Dad. With my dad, Jim O'Neill. Jim, how you doing today? I'm doing great today. Good. So what brings you here to Los Angeles? We're here at Los Angeles to kind of have a holiday together with the family. So we've got all our family from Texas and the people in California all together here. What do you think of all these kids screaming? Uh, I'd rather be someplace else. <laughs> um, now, my big question for you today, Dad, is what do you think about life in general? Life in general is good. It's uh, very nice out here in California, and it's I'm happy to be here. So today, life in general is good. Have you ever had a day where eh, it's not so great? Sure. I've had several days like that, and you just plow through them. Good advice. Well, Jim, great to talk to you as always, and thank you for coming to visit. Thank you, Robin. Uh, by the way, really quick, I want you to know you have a lot of fans. The times you've appeared on the podcast, I always get a lot of messages. They say that you're a great man, and they like your voice. They say you have a radio voice. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but I love my fans. <laughs> thank you. All right, Jim, we'll talk to you another time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. You got to love that. You got to love that. I could have done that all day. But this is a podcast about books. So we're going to move on to the meat of this episode, which is me reading from Claudia Rankin's Citizen and American Lyric. Shame on me for not reading this anything from this book yet. This is um, required reading, uh, according to me. This is every single household in the world, believe it or not, should own this book. Let's start with just me reading stuff, listeners. If you don't own this book, immediately go out and get it. I'll put a description of where you can get I never know what to say. Basically, the information on this book is included in the description of the podcast. Um, I've read her before. If you remember that horrible day, November 10th, 2016, I read you, Claudia Rankin, uh, something from Don't Let Me Be Lonely. And you may recall, it was almost impossible for me to get through it. Well, in fact, I did cry openly. How many times have I cried on this podcast? Just that one time? That was a rough day. Um, anyway, you may, may remember the line, define loneliness. Yes, it's what we can't do for each other. Anyway, this is a, a newer book of hers. This is from 2014. This is Gray Wolf Press, one of our favorites here at the show. Uh, Claudia Rankin was born in 1963. She's a poet, playwright, essayist. Um, the book I'm reading from today was nominated for every award that she could possibly be nominated for. It won the LA Times Book Award, the National, whatever the Critics Circle Award is called. And let's just get right into it. it. It's so hard to pick. This is under poetry and essays in your bookstore. I'm going to start with this. Leaving the day to itself, you close the door behind you and pour a bowl of cereal, then another, and would a third if you didn't interrupt yourself with the statement, you aren't hungry. Appetite won't attach you to anything, no matter how depleted you feel. It's true. You lean against the sink, a glass of red wine in your hand, and then another. Thinking in the morning, you will go to the gym, having slept and slept beyond the residuals of all yesterdays. Yes, and you do go to the gym and run in place, an entire hour running, just you and your body running off each undesired, desired encounter. All right. Okay. Next one. Another friend tells you you have to learn not to absorb the world. She says sometimes she can hear her own voice saying silently to whomever, you are saying this thing and I am not going to accept it. Your friend refuses to carry what doesn't belong to her. 
You take in things you don't want all the time. The second you hear or see some ordinary moment, all its intended targets, all the meanings behind the retreating seconds, as far as you are able to see, come into focus. Hold up, did you just hear? Did you just say? Did you just see? Did you just do that? Then the voice in your head silently tells you to take your foot off your throat because just getting along shouldn't be an ambition. Um, I'm going to read it again. You take in things you don't want all the time. The second you hear or see some ordinary moment, all its intended targets, all the meanings behind the retreating seconds, as far as you are able to see, come into focus. Hold up. Did you just hear? Did you just say? Did you just see? Did you just do that? Then the voice in your head silently tells you to take your foot off your throat because just getting along shouldn't be an ambition. The reason I don't comment on things and don't tell you how to feel about them afterwards, which in the early days of this podcast, a few people wanted me to do, they were like, why do you just read them and then drop them out and then go back into whatever you're doing? I do that because I have faith that you can figure this shit out. <laughs> I don't think you need me to explain why that's important. So there, everybody. Whoa, I'm getting all upset. Uh, question of the week. What was the best compliment anyone's ever given you? Um... You know, I love a compliment, as anyone does. I can't think of the best compliment. I'm going to have to get back to you. I'll tweet it. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, R-O-B-Y. I didn't know my name all of a sudden. What is it? R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Let's close up shop. You guys, reach out to someone you miss. As always, I want to encourage you to write them a postcard or a letter. And how about when you go mail it, if you have to go outdoors to mail it, which most of us do, take a long walk. And if you're feeling suffocated, long walks help. If you're feeling suffocated, also work on your boundaries and ask for some space. I've learned to do that. I had no boundaries, and now I know how to ask for space. Uh, don't forget, I've taught you this before, too. Wow, I really think I'm a teacher right now. Say what you mean, mean what you say, just don't be mean when you say it. This is how we live authentically here in the Me Reading Stuff community. If you've got something, you know, I have several times in the last few months had to say really tough things that scared the shit out of me to say to another person. But guess what? I did it. And I knew I just said it with kindness and that I, if they didn't like it, that's not my business. I had to say, I had to stick up for myself. Um, I love you guys. I wish you nothing but the best. And my dad appreciates your listenership. I just had a weird, really quick. Did you know I've experienced, never experienced um, brain freeze? For a second, I had a weird, sharp pain, and I was wondering if that's what brain freeze feels like. I've tried to get it, and I can't. I, I don't know. Maybe my brain is too hot. It doesn't, it doesn't get affected by ice in my head. All right. Goodbye, you guys. Have a great night.